This podcast is brought to you by Northern Trust Wealth Management. What is the why that drives today's most successful business leaders? Tune in each month to the Road to Why podcast by the Northern Trust Institute, where host Eric Shapea dives deeper with entrepreneurs on their life's work, legacy, and the greater meaning of it all. Find the Road to Why where you listen to your favorite podcasts. You're listening to Numbers by Barons. It's Friday, February 24th. I'm Nick Dever, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is $35.9 billion. That was the fourth quarter revenue for Chinese tech giant Alibaba, which reported earnings yesterday. That's a 2% growth on an annual basis and a touch higher than estimates. The company also beat earnings expectations, reporting $2.60 per American depository receipt, referring to the company's U.S.-listed stock, in the December quarter, firmly above the $2.43 a share expectation among analysts surveyed by FactSet. But there are signs that the destructive COVID-19 lockdowns that hurt the world's second-largest economy last year continue to linger. Online physical goods sold on two of Alibaba's biggest platforms, Taobao and Tmall, declined in the mid-single digits annually, rising infections following the lifting of lockdown restrictions prior to Chinese New Year celebrations likely suppressed demand. Still, there are brighter spots to focus on, including in Alibaba's cloud computing business. Sales in that segment grew quarter over quarter and jumped 26% on an annual basis. In all, Alibaba's results should reassure investors that the company, which lost almost half of its market value in 2021 amid regulatory pressures, remains on track. The next number up is $200 million. That's how much Bath & Body Works said it would be cutting in costs over the next two years. The company warned investors about its financial performance yesterday morning, predicting that sales will either remain flat or decline by mid-single digits, and that first quarter results will also be below expectations. The news follows word earlier in the week that activist, investor, and billionaire Daniel Loeb sent the company's board of directors a letter saying he was preparing to launch a proxy fight to win a seat on the board. Loeb's firm, Third Point, took a stake of over 6% in the company last year. Since then, the firm has been pushing for changes to the board of directors to address what it says are operational shortcomings, including executive pay. Our last number is 65,000. That's how many new jobs have been posted on ClimateBase, one of the largest online climate jobs boards over the past two years. Thanks to floods of venture funding last year, many climate companies are staffing up as the tech industry pairs its labor force. As more climate companies mature and companies start to commercialize their products, there will be a surge in demand for software engineers, program managers, and sales and finance experts, and thousands of tech workers are expected to make the leap to green jobs. Investment in climate tech companies grew by 89% last year to more than $70 billion, according to Holon IQ, a market intelligence company focusing on the global impact economy. By the beginning of 2023, there were 83 climate tech unicorns around the world, collectively valued at more than $180 billion. 
While the current climate tech boom might remind many of the dot-com boom, which burst spectacularly two decades ago, people in this industry argue that the scenarios are different. Unlike a lot of the firms of the dot-com era that were searching for a profitable business model, most climate tech companies have a clear path to revenue. As the world strides toward a lower carbon future in the coming decades, climate tech companies will be decarbonizing every corner of the economy. And that's Numbers by Barons for Friday, February 24th. I'm Nick Dever, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know on Monday. Have a great weekend.